welcome to the Confident Mama Collective podcast. I'm Carly, a new mum and co-creator of the Confident Mama Collective. I'm a confidence and self-love coach and I thrive on helping busy modern mums to love the skin they're in and raise their confidence through the roof so that they can step into the life of their dreams. If you've ever doubted yourself as a mum, found yourself wondering if what you're feeling and experiencing is normal, lost some of your confidence and even lost a little of yourself, then you're not alone and that's exactly why this podcast was born. Each week, we'll talk about all things motherhood, nothing is off limits. We'll explore practical ways of overcoming our challenges and how to keep kicking ass at being a mum, all while taking care of our own mind, body and soul too. So if you're a busy modern mum, ready to thrive and truly embrace yourself, then join me on this journey of growth and discovery, taking care of ourselves and feeling super inspired by some real and authentic women. Let's dive in and do this, mama. Hey guys, thank you for tuning into the podcast. I'm your host, Carly. I hope that you're all keeping well and, you know, just generally keeping the vibes high, feeling good. I know that what we're going through right now, it's impacting so many of us in so many different ways. And I just wanted to take a sec to let you know that however you're feeling is totally okay. Whether you don't know how you're feeling or maybe you're experiencing some different emotions coming up that you're not used to experiencing or or maybe that you haven't felt before, it's totally okay. Allow yourself to feel what you're feeling. And actually, I'm going to talk a bit more about this as the episode goes on, but allow yourself to feel what you're feeling and know that there is, there's no right or wrong for this kind of thing. Um, but yeah, anyway, I hope that everyone's doing well. I wanted to take this opportunity to just talk about some things that you can do to take care of your mind and your soul and keep that side of things well. There's plenty of stuff that we can do for our health and for our bodies, but you know, that's not really my expertise. (laughs) So I'm not going to talk too much about that. I I really want to focus on how you can look after, yeah, as I said, the mind and soul kind of wellness at this point, because that's so important how we we operate on a daily basis and how we feel really comes from how much we're taking care of our mind and our soul. So I think it's a really important topic to discuss. I'm recording this at 6 p.m. when <laughs> when my husband is getting our daughter ready for bed. So if you hear a bit of background noise, I've got the dryer on um, and and yeah, he's he's getting her ready for bed. It's kind of that madhouse in the zoo time, but Yeah, I didn't want to put recording this off any longer, so let's roll with it. (laughs) Anywho, so I want to share with you guys seven things that I'm doing and that you can do to, as I said, really take care of that mind and that soul and keep that side of things well, keep that side of things feeling good and keep that stuff really, really strong because the last thing that we need at the moment is to neglect how we're looking after ourselves because there's enough other stuff to worry about at the moment. So let's not have that side of of things be another thing to worry about. Okay, so the first thing that I want to share with you that I'm doing to take care of my mind in particular at the moment is to check in with how much news and how much media I'm consuming. So I've basically made a rule and I talked about this a couple of episodes ago that the news and the media was kind of a trigger for me because I can't, I sort of feel like every time I put channel seven or, you know, a mainstream channel on, I'm just bombarded with, you know, the latest stats on COVID-19 or do this, don't do that. And it's really overwhelming. So I've made a rule 
and this goes for our whole household. I've made a rule that we don't check the news first thing in the morning anymore because when we do this, as I said, it's quite overwhelming and it just instantly impacts our energy for the whole day. And from there, we're sort of trying to get back from this place of being in a negative energy. We're trying to crawl our way back into being neutral or or positive. And that just causes us to be so reactive. So that's one of the things that that we're doing is just checking in with how much news and how much media we are consuming. I feel like it's really important from my point of view and for us in our household that we just kind of keep our finger on the pulse and we, we check in on a regular basis. And when I say regular basis, I mean maybe once or twice a day, but but no more than that, because otherwise it just sends us into this kind of tailspin of just feeling generally pretty shit. And as I said, feeling really reactive. So the second thing is we are now, all of us as a society, we're learning how to get creative with how we socialize and how we play. We can't do a lot of the things that we're used to doing, like going to the gym or the playground or going out with our our friends for a coffee or a meal, going to our family's houses. We can't seem to do a lot of that stuff anymore. So things like FaceTime and video calls are a given and they are just such a lifeline at the moment. I don't know about you guys, but you know, when I call, um, you know, our parents and, and we've got our daughter, in in front of the camera, just seeing their faces light up is just absolutely priceless. So I'm super grateful that we can do that. And there are so many other things that we can do along the lines of this. Like in the Mama Monthly Collective, we're running live workouts and we're running virtual coffee dates. We are running Friday afternoon or Friday evening cocktail clubs. So there's plenty of ways that we can continue socializing without kind of breaking the social distancing rules. (laughs) Um, The other thing, you know, with having kids at home, it can get a little bit Like, what do we do next? So I've been picking up some craft supplies from Kmart, obviously being mindful that my daughter's only 11 months old. If you've got older kids, this is probably a lot easier to to do. My daughter just puts everything in her bloody mouth anyway. (laughs) So we're doing our best, but I've been buying her a few, few new bits and pieces to have some fun with and trying to get her outdoors as much as we can. And well, not just her, but but all of us, we're making sure that we go for a walk at least once a day just to get out, get around the block, get some fresh air. There's just something about being out in the sunshine or even if the sun's not out because it's it's been a little bit hidden away the last couple of days, but just getting out into that fresh air, it's so important. The third thing is to hold off on judgment. And I want to talk you through a little process that, um, that I'd like to share with you about how we can do this. But When I'm talking about judgment, I mean judgment towards others and how they may be dealing with this whole pandemic, but also judgment towards ourselves as well for how we're feeling. And it's going to happen. We are going to judge other people. We're going to judge ourselves at certain points. We all do it. But what matters is knowing how we can get out of that place of judgment and just knowing that we don't have to stay there for all that long. Because when we judge, like that is one of the biggest reasons for us feeling lonely, feeling sad, feeling disconnected and just generally feeling like we've been drained of all of our happiness. But when we can be compassionate and when we can show compassion for ourselves and for others, then we can show up as the best version of ourselves and we can show up as the person that we want to be. We can be more loving, better partners, better parents and Trying to be this best version of ourselves is really difficult when we're constantly pouring all all of this energy into judging and attacking ourselves or judging and attacking others. And I know that I've spoken to a lot of women in the last few weeks and I'm, I'm one of these people too who have said that they are constantly just judging themselves for how they're feeling at the moment and 
they're judging themselves for having anxiety or feeling overwhelmed or just generally sad about, you know, the state of, of what's happening right now. And as I said to you earlier on in the episode, I want to tell you that it's okay to feel what you're feeling. It's okay that you're feeling these things. And instead of judging yourself for these feelings and the emotions that are coming up, I invite you to practice compassion towards yourself. So show yourself some understanding and recognize that what we're going through right now, these are totally unprecedented times. It's something that none of us have ha- have ever been through before. And I sure as hell hope that we don't ever have to go through it again, but we don't know how to act. We don't know how to feel. And that is totally okay. It's okay for these feelings to come up and, and for you not to know how to feel. It's totally okay. So I wanted to share with you how we can be a little bit more compassionate Bearing in mind that number one, we kind of, we don't necessarily know how to feel or how to act. So putting ourselves in other people's shoes is really powerful as well because we're all dealing with this as best we can. But yeah, anyway, so how we can be a little bit more compassionate. So the first thing to make sure that you check in with is to feel what you're feeling. You've probably heard me talk about or you've heard the term somewhere else, feel your feelings. And whether you're feeling triggered or you're fearful, you're wounded, feeling uncomfortable, maybe disappointed, whatever it is, lean into that and actually allow yourself to feel it. Feel what's coming up for you without trying to push it down or cover it up. The second thing to do is to honor what's coming up for you. Perhaps have a think about why it's coming up. So when these feelings or these disappointments, angers, whatever it is that's coming up for us, think about why why you might be feeling that way. And when we actually spend time kind of looking at this and we acknowledge the things that are coming up for us, that's when we get closer to moving through and actually healing them. Step three is to choose to be loving and compassionate. So think about how you would speak to a child if you were having a meltdown. So this is for um, yourself, by the way, this, this step. Think about how you would speak to your child if they were having a bit of a meltdown or your bestie or your sibling if they were upset. You'd probably offer them a whole bunch of really reassuring and really loving words and lots of kind energy um, to kind of help them through whatever they're going through, right? So when we're looking at ourselves, we tend to to beat ourselves up and this kind of judgment comes with a whole stack of, of other words and other feelings. So talk to yourself as though you would speak to your friend who was going through something like this. And then the fourth thing is talk your way back into a place of compassion. So if you're judging yourself, you can say things to yourself like, okay, yep, you're burnt out. You're all over the place. You've got a lot going on. It's been a rough week. You've got all the kids at home. You've got a lot on your plate, but you're amazing. You're doing a great job and you're showing up. You're awesome. You're good enough and it's okay. And then maybe for the person who you might have seen at the shopping center who kind of pushed past you or who wasn't obeying the social distancing rules or for the person behind the checkout who, you know, maybe wasn't their normal polite self, you might think, okay, this person is doing the best that they can right now. We don't know what's going on at home. Maybe they've got somebody sick at home or maybe they've worked a 12-hour shift and they're just really exhausted. Maybe, Maybe they were abused earlier on in the day and they're trying to hide it. So just think about the fact that we don't know what they've been through today and just send them love and compassion. So remind yourself that they're doing the best that they can with what they've got today 
And that's, I truly believe that we are all doing the best that we can with what we have got. I think the more that we remember that, the easier it can be for us to step back into that place of being compassionate. And once we can do that, you're going to feel peaceful because you're allowing yourself to just totally be immersed in the moment and understanding that it's okay. And you move yourself back into this place of love because you're just allowing yourself to feel the feelings, whatever they are. You're not trying to resist them because we know that what we resist persists. And it's okay to be out of alignment and to have these feelings, but we need to make sure that we are forgiving ourselves fast. So these feelings of you know, attacking, hatred, judgment, that doesn't feel good. And it's really not a nice way to treat ourselves or to treat others. So practice being kind, practice being nice and compassionate, but forgive the thought if something does come up. You're only human. Allow yourself to be where you're at, meet yourself where you're at and and just be okay with that. The next thing that you can do is to take care of yourself. The number of times recently that I've heard people say, and again, I'm one of these people, <laughs> that I've heard people say, I don't have time to take care of myself. That really, really worries me because when we feel that we don't have time to take care of ourselves or do something that's going to feel good for ourselves, that's when we need it the most. So find the things that bring you bliss and do those things. I've talked about self-care a lot, but when we're talking about, you know, self-care, it doesn't need to be extravagant. It doesn't need to be expensive. You don't need to leave the house for it. Heck, you you don't you don't really need to do anything physical. Taking care of yourself could be simply just sitting down for a couple of minutes and taking a few deep breaths, or it could be saying no to somebody when they ask you something that makes you feel uncomfortable or, you know, that you would normally say yes to. But yeah, when you are feeling in a place of stress, overwhelm, anxiety, whatever it is, these little acts of self-love can be great as a pattern interrupt. So if you find that you're in this place of feeling really anxious and you go and do something to care for yourself, you interrupt that pattern and you can actually redirect your thoughts. And what you'll probably find more often than not is that you actually step away from that that anxious feeling. So I would suggest that if you can, just grab a list. I've got a, I've got a self-love list that I have a whole bunch of things. I think I've got like 10 different things that I love to do and that just make me feel really, really good on all extremes, like some of them might be more extreme than others. But these are things that I know if I'm feeling stressed or feeling anxious that I can just turn to one of these things and having them written on a list kind of takes a lot of that decision making out of the process as well. Sometimes actually the thought of making a decision can be pretty overwhelming too. So if you've got a list, you've got them all there right next to you and you can go, okay, I'm going to do number five on my list today or, or whatever. So yeah, it's really, really important at the moment that we're taking time to take care of ourselves. As I said, it doesn't need to be extravagant. It doesn't need to take a lot of time and it definitely doesn't need to be expensive. So just think about how you can add a little bit more time for yourself, a little bit more self-care into your day, whether it means getting up five minutes earlier, maybe it means going to bed 10 minutes or half an hour later. You are worthy of that time. And so often when we say, I don't have time, what it means is that we're prioritizing everything else before we prioritize ourselves. And you're actually really fucking worthy of prioritizing yourself higher up the list. So maybe just for tomorrow, the dishes can wait, or maybe just for tomorrow, you have a slack dinner so that you don't have to cook tomorrow night and you can actually have half an hour for yourself. 
So think about how you can actually take just a little bit more time for you to do the things that make you feel good so that you can then be the best parent, the best partner, the best employee, business owner, whatever. You can be that best version of yourself because without filling up your own cup first, it's virtually impossible to take care of everybody else in the way that we want to. Get connected with yourself. So this is the perfect time to start delving into the practices that you just haven't had the time to do. Again, I can hear you saying that you don't have time. (laughs) Refer to the previous point. Um, But things like meditation or yoga or journaling, these things where you actually connect with yourself are so valuable and so crucial right now. And for a long time, I've been telling myself, I don't have time to meditate. And again, that's just more and more reason why I need to do it. And in the last week, I've been prioritizing it and I'm starting to feel so much more clear. I'm starting to feel so much less anxious and I'm really getting connected with what I'm here on this earth to do. For me, I really, I felt really chaotic. So I, I wanted that clarity. And I know that for me, like meditation is the way for me to get that clarity. So I've just been allowing five minutes, sometimes 10 minutes, sometimes 15, whatever I can make the time for. But I've been allowing at least five minutes to just connect, pop on a guided meditation in Insight Timer and just allow myself to get clear. And it's so fucking valuable. But anyway, yeah, so even just like a little yoga flow in the morning is so valuable, connecting your body to your breath and your mind as well. And you guys know how I feel about journaling. (laughs) I barely go a day without journaling anymore. And again, I'm, I'm gaining so much clarity and I'm really becoming a lot more aware of how I'm feeling and why I'm feeling these certain things. So if you want to talk to me about how you can journal or how you can set up a little practice, just shoot me a DM. My Instagram name has changed, by the way. What better time than to talk about it than now? (laughs) I'm now at Carly Hinges, K-A-R-L-I-H-E-I-N-J-U-S. So it's now in line with my Facebook name. Um, But anyway, yeah, send me a message if you want to talk about how you can set up a journaling practice or, you know, where to start with meditation. I'm no expert on this stuff, but I am learning so much every day and I would be absolutely honored to share more about what I'm learning with you guys. The next thing is to make sure that you ask for support when you need it. Reach out to people, talk about what's on your mind. Don't, don't keep things bottled up. If you need to talk to someone, please make sure that you, you seek the support that you need, whether it's in a family member, your partner, a friend, or even if it's in a professional, there's absolutely no shame in talking about these emotions that might be coming up for you right now. And it will help you so much more in the long run because when we keep things bottled up and we we try to kind of think our way out of these these things, we can create a lot more anxiety and overwhelm. So talking about things can be such amazing medicine without simplifying things too much. But I know I know that if I've been keeping something inside and I go and talk to my husband, I instantly feel so much better. Again, something that's really important right now is just kind of talking about how we feel because our lives have changed dramatically in the last few weeks. And it's, again, you know, coming back to feeling our feelings, it's okay to have these feelings come up, but make sure that you're you're talking about them as well and seeking support where you need it. And the final thing that I wanted to leave you guys with today is surrender what you can't control. Understand that 
this is a period in time, it's happening and it's going to happen. It's going to play out the way that it's going to play out. We can't stop it. All we can really control is what happens within our four walls to a certain extent. So think about what you can control. And and I know for me, that's staying home as much as possible. That's keeping myself and my family as healthy as possible by, you know, taking our supplements, eating lots of fresh fruit and veggies and making sure that we're getting enough sleep and getting some fresh air and just taking care of ourselves from the inside out. They're the things that I can control at the moment, but there's a whole lot of shit that I can't control. And I did spend days early on in this really worried and really scared about what was going to happen. And I'm not going to judge myself again because I've been there. I did judge myself for those feelings, but I'm not going to judge that now. It was what it was. And I felt those feelings because I was afraid and I was feeling fearful. But once I I realized that I can't control the outcome, but I can control how I and my family respond. So what I've taken that to mean, as I said before, is just making sure that we're staying home as much as possible, really doing what we can to look after ourselves and each other, but surrendering to what we can't and looking for for the good in what's happening. And that might sound a little bit weird at the moment, but looking for the positive things that we can take out of this that's happening right now. We are all kind of being being forced to slow down and take our feet off the pedal for a little while and and not in the same way for everybody there's still a lot of people that are working in in full-time jobs a lot of us are working from home now and a lot of us are um, you know having our kids a lot more so it might be in a different way but there are so many opportunities to kind of just look at okay what what can I actually be grateful for in this scenario and for me, I am so grateful for having this extra family time, even though my husband's working from home, like I can say to him, babe, check out what Layla just did. Like he saw her first steps because he was working from home. And if he was at work, he probably wouldn't have, well, he wouldn't have seen that. So those little things I am so grateful for. The fact that we can have spent his lunch break together, going for a walk together and that he's, he's home straight after he finishes work. He doesn't have an hour or longer commute those kind of things I'm so grateful for. I'm grateful for the little push that it's given me to really go inward and kind of look at at who I want to be and how I want to show up in the world and how I want to show up for you guys and for my audience and how I want to be able to serve you. I'm so grateful for that opportunity. And, you know, sometimes when we're in day-to-day life and everything kind of just goes along on autopilot and, and every day is kind of just the same, we don't actually have the opportunity to look at this stuff. So as as fucked as the the illness and the job loss and the the loss of lives and all of that kind of stuff the the damage to the economy as fucked as all of that is there is so much that we can still be grateful for and I'm a firm believer in finding the good in any situation regardless of what that situation is there is always something that we can be grateful for. So that's what I want to leave you guys with today. I hope that these seven little tips are somewhat helpful for you. Um, Maybe one of them you connect with, maybe you connect with a couple more. If you do happen to listen to this episode, I would love for you to share this on your socials and let me know which of these seven tips has resonated with you the most. 
Um, But I'll leave it there for now and please stay well, please be kind, please stay healthy and please don't judge yourself for however you're feeling. And, And yeah, that's it. I am grateful for you tuning in. So thank you so much. And I really can't wait to do this with you guys again soon. Thanks so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode of the Confident Mama Collective podcast. If you did enjoy today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you clicked on subscribe and gave us a five-star review so that we can help even more amazing mums find this podcast and raise their confidence. If you haven't already joined, head over to our closed Facebook group and join our community of incredible like-minded mamas at the Confident Mama Collective. Until next time, mama, thank you for listening. You've got this.